This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Cover to cover with Chris Frangiola. back here we are it's a thursday and uh welcome back to cover to cover i am back from canada uh i was in edmonton canada had a great time at the uh comic strip in edmonton canada thank you for all the cover to cover to people i met up there in canada see canadians show up for my shows why can't you americans please when i'm in hyenas in plano texas uh uh 14th to the 16th of march why don't you be there? You should come to that. Hyenas in Plano. I always have a good time at those clubs. Hyenas, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Plano. They're great clubs. Thursday night show is completely free. It's one show. One show Thursday. Free. Nope. You just come and have drinks and watch the show. Free. Friday, I have one show. That one, I think it costs you 15 bucks. And Saturday, two shows. 7.30 and 9.30 and also like 15 bucks. But please come. I love performing in Texas. It's like one of my favorite cities to perform in. And, uh, and we'll have fun doing that. So thank you, Edmonton, and all the people who came out in the absolute freezing cold in Canada. Uh, we've had a good time. And now let's get to the uh, news. And uh, I know now, I know it's been a few days, and uh, and and it's, you guys might be over it, but we are going to discuss a little bit of the Oscars. I watched, I kind of watched a little, as best I could, because I was actually performing on Sunday night. So I saw all the lead up to it and the red carpet and all that stuff and then I kind of watched most of it uh, on online after and of course everybody talked about the Gaga and the, and the, and the um, you know the stars born performance with her and Bradley Cooper and it was a fine performance and then she won of course the Oscar for best song it was shallow is that the name of the song in in the shallow yeah. the shallow okay. And of course, and and she did exactly what I've been saying on this podcast for for months now. She just went completely insane uh, when she won the award. I mean, it's it, the reaction that she had to winning best song, which is probably the least you know uh, respected of the Oscars. Not that shallow shallow is a very good song, but. She was uh, freaking as if this is the kind of reaction you have if you survive like a plane crash. Like if a 747 goes down and in the middle of the forest and you're the one person who walks out of the forest from this plane crash, this is how you react. The way Lady Gaga was reacting. She was crying. She was doubled over. This is a woman who's been in the business now for 10, 15 years and been and had and won many awards with not Oscars, but along Grammys and, and MTV awards. And she's been celebrated constantly since she was 19 years old. What, she went completely berserk when she won this best um, song award. Did you watch any of it, Alex? Uh, I caught some of it. Yeah, I was at yeah. a comedy show, and there it was at the on at the bar. Right, so. right. It's you know it is what it is. The the no host thing kind of worked. Honestly, it was moving along relatively quickly, so that was fine. And uh, 
and, and, and you know, I don't, were there any great moments in it? I don't know. I mean, you know, the, the, the movie that won Best Picture, The Green Book, is kind of a corny movie about basically an Italian mobster guy saving a black guy. Did you see it? I have. I yeah. have seen it. I've watched it. I watched it on a plane and uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a corny movie. Um, there are, honestly, this year was not great for movies. So sure. Was it the best movie? Uh, all right. Shit's good enough. You know, it's fine. I hate saying that because there's a comedian in it. Sebastian Maniscalco's in it. So I don't want to shit on it too much. Did a good because job I, too. Because I like to support my comedy brothers out there who are doing, uh, you know, good work like that. But the movie is, is it's one of those ones we'll look back on in a few years, like Crash and a couple of the other bad Best Picture winners, and we're like, oh, really? Into that? I mean, it, it it's just like, I like Viggo Mortensen, and I like uh, the other guy, Arya Maharashi, you know what I'm talking about, the guy who plays the uh, the violinist or the, or the musician in it. And uh, I don't think anyone saw this movie. I, I haven't spoken to anyone who's seen it outside of like Academy members who get, you know, the movies sent to their house. Nobody's actually gone to the theater, bought popcorn and a ticket to the Green Book. Have you? Yeah, we did. did. you? Yeah. Well, good. I'm well, glad. Well, because there was nothing else. I think we caught it a few months, like a month ago. And what'd you think? Um, I liked the fact that there was no like... Spoiler alert there. It just wasn't the ending was very uh, like it, it didn't seem like they went out of their way to make a bunch of stuff happen. Like it, right. it ended very like you're like, oh, <laughs> that was it. Well, like, I guess the family of this musician now is saying the whole movie's kind of bullshit. That's not the way it really happened. But yeah. who knows? I mean, uh, you know, yeah. yeah the f anyway, they have to make a movie. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if the family members uh, can recognize the fact that there's got to be a movie made. And some sometimes you have to take some creative license in making a movie. Did you so, think it like were you expecting it to end worse than it did? Because the whole time I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they had to end it, uh, you know, the the way they did. I don't yeah. want to give any too, but anyway, anyway yeah, you, yeah. You, you, I think it's going to be fine. If you watch it, when it comes on to all the pay channels and things like that, go, it'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Is it the best picture? Was any, when it, were any of the movies in, in that were nominated? I liked black clans, but I thought that was kind of a cool movie. Uh, that one I just watched on a flight, you know, who knows? I, I don't, I, I'm not seeing these movies in the way they should be seen. Like I've said earlier on big giant screens and a movie theater, I'm seeing them on movie on plane. So I, I that's bad out of me to even judge on that uh, level. What A movie I'd like to talk about that won an Oscar that is apps. You think the Green Book is awful. Uh, a movie that won for Best Short was called, it's called Skin, and it won for Best Short Film. Now, Best Short was one of the ones that they, earlier in uh, in, in the month, they were, said they were going to not show some of these Oscar winners. Uh, they were going to do them during commercial breaks, and then people got up in arms, and they wound up... Uh, Showing best short and best, um, you know, uh, choreography. No, not choreography. Cinematography and things like that. So best short went to a movie called Skin. Uh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I actually happened to see it. I never see the shorts, but somehow I wind up watching Skin. I think I was sent it by someone. If it ever comes out, I believe they're making a feature length film out of the short film now. It's the worst. Okay, I'm going to quickly explain the plot to you. And you're going to say, that can't be. It is. it is. Okay. there. It's once again a race race issue uh, movie, like not unlike Green Book. And uh, there's a couple of kids in a supermarket in the beginning, young kids, probably 12. The black, black father and son and, and a white father and son. The black kid looks at the white kid. And there's a racial like, hey, stop, you don't look at my kid, black kid. And the fathers get into a fight and there's a big fight in, in the uh, 
in the parking lot, they beat each other up out in the parking lot. The uh, the white bunch of white guys come and beat up the black guy for looking at the, at the white kid. Okay, so that's done. The kid the kid can't understand why is everyone fighting. You know who. Knew? So then the kid the white father gets uh, kidnapped one night. This is all in a short film, so it, it's happening all relatively quickly. Fast. Yeah. yeah, he gets kidnapped. He gets dragged into a garage by a bunch of um, black men. They begin to tattoo his body. Okay. They, you think they're just doing a small tattoo on him. I don't know what they're doing to him. But they wind up tattooing his entire body to make him black. Okay? Yes, that's just for real. Okay, then he, after he's tattooed, they release him out uh, you know, from the garage. They, he's no longer kidnapped. And he goes to go home, back to his house. Now he's been fully tattooed, so he looks like a, a white guy who's been tattooed, but you're supposed to believe he looks black. As he's walking up the front lawn to his house, the son thinks he's a black man, and shoots and kills him. That's the movie. That's skin, everybody. This is the movie. <laughs> oh. We're not, a, like, yeah. blackface so, is a hot topic, but you get this tattoo was, it this, on. I don't, I, I don't know how, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the world of tattooing, uh, but I would imagine to tattoo a person in its entire body would take days, hours, uh, I don't know, months. I don't even know if it's, it's, it's possible. If it's even possible, but... Um, I think pain tolerance, you it, could take it. It's fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating. It, it's 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 an awful movie, and uh, it's going to be a feature-length film. So I don't know. The Oscars this year, I feel like they were just giving them out. It once again goes back to what I'm saying. I mean, I think we've just all gotten dumber in this world. Everything's dumber. Mass Singer, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Beach Club. It's all just, you know, the dumbing down of everything. So you get, you know, Green Book, which is okay, and Bohemian Rhapsody and all that stuff. Like the the, the Oscars started with the uh, uh, Lambert um do basically doing a karaoke performance of Bohemian Rhapsody with Queen, Adam Lambert. And uh, you know, America in the middle America and they're probably like, "Ah, he's great. He sounds just like Freddie Mercury." No, he doesn't. He sounds like any other asshole in a bar singing Freddie Mercury, uh, you know, to karaoke. It's it's basically you're watching a karaoke performance, and Adam Lambert, I'm sure, is a fine guy, but he won. Like, so this is where we're at. It's a, it's basically a guy doing a, a. And I know Freddie Mercury's dead, so what are you gonna do? Just don't do it. Don't do the performance. Or get you know Eddie Vedder to do it. It's like, old footage, right? Yeah, something like that, eh? or like a lead singer of a band who we you know get Dave Grohl to do it. Uh, not, not nothing against Adam Lambert. I'm sure he's a fine guy, but. Is he, was it, uh, that's, so that's how it starts. So we're already like, oh, here we are in like a cheesy world of Oscars. And, and then, uh, and then, you know, it ends with the green book. So that's where we're at. Uh, you know, who knows, who knows? Anyway, so that was the Oscars. Then of course there's the parties afterwards, which I was watching all that, all the coverage and, and the wrap ups of the parties and the, and the, you know, the Vanity Fair party and the Elton John party. And you see people walking in. Now I'm watching this on Basically, what was an ABC affiliate, I believe, in Canada. So it's ABC in Canada. So I'm I'm seeing it uh, through the eyes of Canadian uh, entertainment hosts. I'm not getting my Ryan Seacrest or my you know Juliana Rancic. I'm getting some Canadian guys who are doing a fine job. You know, like any they're like effeminate, but they also have a wife. You know, you know the entertainment hosts I'm talking about, like George Panacchio, we have here in in uh, in Los Angeles. He's I mean he couldn't be gayer, but yet he's always talks about his wife. And a lot of those, it's a lot of those same thing in Canada. 
Um, so they're they're doing all the rap. So now they're at this one party that they're covering as if it's the Vanity Fair party. I'm not familiar with what party it is, but they got the D-listy of the D-listy celebrities to come of to this. Canadians. No, no, like they were American. It was in Hollywood where this party was. But I'm not kidding. They were Dawn Wells, who played Marianne on uh, on Gilligan's Island. She was there, uh, and she was the biggest star. I mean, some of the other people coming in, it was it was laughable. I'm like, is this an Oscar party? So it's amazing to me that everybody just suits up on Oscar night, whether regardless of whether you've ever been nominated or nominated, or ever even been near an Oscar or seen an Oscar nominated film. You, if you've done something in Hollywood, you are you feel like you are obligated to go out and party in this town, which is very strange. It's to like me. your holiday. The one that's strangest to me which is is Caitlyn Jenner, who I now follow on Instagram. And if you don't, I highly recommend you do because it's fascinating. Um, and I don't. And he. I'm sorry. I do that every time. She was uh, was was getting ready for the Oscars on Instagram. Now this is first of all all the the shit aside about Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, and you know that Caitlyn Jenner was a one-time Bruce Jenner, and now it's Caitlyn Jenner, and it really still looks exactly like Bruce Jenner, but it's just longer hair. Talks like Bruce Jenner. Say, he sure he does. He no, he does. He 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 uh, just he goes. Hey everybody, he, he just he just uh, makes every end of every word longer. He goes. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram, he goes. Hey, look who look what I do for Valentine's Day. Look who. <laughs> he, he, so he does. He just he just makes everything sing-songy. Would and he and and he has this nineteen-year-old. I believe she's nineteen or, or twenty-one or whatever she is. She is also a trans person, like significant yes. other. Yes. Okay. That's some people are saying that they're not together, just friends. But he posted a Valentine's Day Instagram of the two of them, and he talked, look, look who, hey everyone, it's Valentine's Day. Look who did a great job decorating. And then he they show up and, and she's sitting on the couch. And it's just like, how is nobody up in arms about this? How does everybody freak out when, when in a regular couple, when some guy's 72 and, and, and his girlfriend is 19, everybody freaks out, but nobody's made a big deal about this one. That's, that's so weird. Anyway, that aside, he, on his Instagram, on, on her Instagram, he, she's getting ready to go out for the Oscars. Why Caitlyn Jenner is going out for the Oscars is beyond me. First of all, 72 years old, or 70 or 71, or 70, I believe it's 72. Uh, stay home, old timer. Why, why are you putting on an outfit, putting on you know, size 12 uh, Jimmy Choo's and heading out of the house to go all the way from Malibu, by the way. I, I, mind you, he lives way out in Malibu, and he's going to get it. She, sorry, he's going to get in his car and drive into Hollywood, which is, you know, that's a big drive, and go to these parties. Now I'm watching... And I, and I could see some of the red carpets and you could see some of the, as you're watching, you can see people in the background coming and going as they're interviewing, you know, one of the stars, you can see people coming on. So the, the Kendall Jenner shows up to, uh, to, um, the Vanity Fair party. She is in some outfit. I mean, the girl is gorgeous. She's a beautiful girl. Kendall is like the best looking of the Jenners and, and doesn't seem to be a plastic surgeried up as much as the other ones are. I, I don't know if she's, is at all. Very tall, very whatever. And she's, I don't know, did you see her outfit? She's wearing like little tiny shorts and then it seems to be surrounded by like a dress type thing Yeah, and looks great. I mean, if you're, if you're 23 and, and you look like Kendall Jenner, I mean, that's what you should be doing on the Oscars. I think have fun with it and, and blah, blah, blah. 
So at one point, she's walking into the uh, Vanity Fair party, and out comes walking Caitlin. So that's his daughter. And they're, you know, and they, they hug, and it's exciting. But Caitlin Jenner, out. I mean, Kendall Jenner, outside of the fact that it's the whole Caitlyn thing and blah, 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 you still must be embarrassed by the fact that you've just ran into your father at a, a 72-year-old father at a party. Like, just go home, Pops. What are you doing? We're out here trying to have fun. At tw- this is what 23-year-olds are doing. Not you. Go home. I don't know. It just was weird to me that yeah, I know this other old, like I saw John Voight walking into the party, but John Voight has won Oscars. John Voight is allowed to go to the, uh, I know when, when she was Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner was in some films in the seventies, some horrible movies. Bruce Jenner was in a couple of terrible movies with the village people and some others. I think it was, I think it was called thank God it's Friday or some other bad movies in the seventies back when the, in the seventies, anything could pass for a movie. I mean, there were great movies as well as like horrible, horrible, horrible movies. And Bruce Jenner was in a couple of those. So maybe that's, that's why he, he, she feels the need to go out into, uh, into, you know, the parties at night, which I just think is so funny to me. I don't know. It's hard to get me out of the house. And I don't know why, uh, Caitlin would want to doll herself up and, and head out for Oscar night. Um, I saw her hugging Kobe Bryant on the way out of a party. And isn't that uh, weird? I mean, that's a weird dynamic. No, it's not. You got everybody just hugs and and everybody's all cool. And, you know, nobody goes, I guess I I would imagine when the whole thing's over, you know, after, after Kobe hugs, uh, Caitlin, he probably walks a little further down the red carpet and goes, "Ah, I don't know. It's just, it's just Bruce Jenner with a wig, you know, but, um, I don't know. We can't say that. Anyway, I I have no beef with Kate Caitlyn Jenner, but I think it's weird that a seventy uh, two year old person is going out to the parties at at, at eleven o'clock at night. I'm getting in the car and I'm going. To, it's tough living in Malibu these days. <laughs> anyway, that so there's the there's the Oscars. Uh, you say it like she's about to say back in her day. <laughs> like, well, that, that's what back I, in her a, day. She got in a lot of trouble for posting a video where she's she uh, when when Malibu had the mudslides. Caitlin was coming down the hill and she was and she was shooting her with her camera and, and uh, the rocks in the road. And she, it's tough to live in Malibu these days. And, and everybody was writing underneath, of course, you know, like, didn't you kill a woman like on Pacific Coast Highway tweeting or something yeah, about? Maybe. I mean, I know it was it's a, there's a weird thing that he hit like one car and it hit 10 cars and, and the old woman died. But still, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's point. still like put your phone yeah, down. It's in poor taste. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So that was the Oscars. I, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to cover on the Oscars? I think the people who won the best actor and actor. Oh, the girl, the girl who won the best actress, um, the English girl from The Favorite. She made a great speech. She was fun. And and uh, I was happy to see her kind of win. I didn't see the favorite. I have it at my house. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, and then Rami Rami Malek won. He seemed to be getting uh, the worst thing. Rami Malek did a thing that just people should, should just stop doing. I, and I know it's exciting to win an Oscar, and and he he deserved it. I thought he was very good as Freddie Mercury. But I saw like at an after party, he was up on stage. I think he was getting. I think you get your your uh, Oscar engraved at one of these parties, maybe the Vanity Fair party, whatever. Is where they do the actual engraving of the Oscar. And I think he was doing that. He grabbed a big bottle of champagne, like a big magnum of, of whatever, Vouv Clico, and he started shaking it up, and then he popped it and sprayed it all over the crowd. Now, I understand. Listen, don't, don't, that's fun for you. Like, hey, 
I, I get it. You want an Oscar, but there's people in the crowd who worked all day on their hair and their outfit and their face. Wearing a three thousand dollars yeah, suit. Yeah. They, they got big, you know, millions of dollars worth of jewelry on. Don't spray fucking champagne on people. Now you've just ruined our night. Like if if I was standing there and and Rami Malek sprayed shampoo on my, I mean, a champagne, <laughs> the shampoo, champagne on my fucking hair. I'd be and like, oh great, Thank, I just got to the party, you dick, and I, I got champagne all over my my suit and my hair. Don't, don't, don't. I know it's fun. It's fun when you're in Vegas at a pool party and you can jump in the the, the uh, feces uh, urine pool at the uh, at the uh, what's the place you used to work at? Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah, that place. I that's fine. When you could do that, when everybody's in their their underwear swimming around in a pool, but we're in a, we're in fucking gowns and tuxedos. Don't spray champagne on people. Stop it. Okay, thank you. Axel Rose, and then he fell off the stage, and and that's that's what should have happened to him. I think he slipped and fell off the stage, and he was having a wild night. I don't hate the guy, but don't spray champagne on people at parties. Just cut it out. Enough with the champagne. Thank you. Said my piece. <laughs> I've taken a stance. All right. And as you, like, this is probably today everyone's talking about where we're taping this on Wednesday. So tomorrow you'll be listening. And everyone is going to be talking about the Michael Cohen. Uh, I, I just left the house. I was just watching it. Michael Cohen's testifying in front of the um, House Securities Committee or whatever about his, you know, involvement with Trump and all this. And, you know, just covering in covering the news. Well, I was watching it. He, I don't know. I don't know why any of this even has to come out because he was just saying that does it make any difference. He was like, I worked with Trump for 10 years. He's racist. He said bad things about black people when we were driving in a limo. Okay, sure. he probably does. He's a he's an idiot from Queens who's grown up rich. I don't know if he has any He's ever spoken to a black person. None of this surprises me. And, and I'm not saying it's right, but it, it, so then it was that. Then he said some other things about Stormy Daniels that that Trump has paid. You know, Stormy Daniels. I, I, once it. again, I I don't know if Trump sleeping with Stormy Daniels is a shock to anyone. I mean, Trump, Trump has always been kind of like, hey man, I'm you know this is this, I. I I know he was married to Melania's time, and I think she just had a child when this supposedly went on with Stormy Daniels. But, you know, whatever. The Stormy Daniels thing is that. And so that was the other thing. Then at one point, you know, he's getting all these other people are, are, are questioning him. And one of the guys, congressman from somewhere, I don't know who, you know, these all these old yahoos. And it goes back to what I always try to say. Like, these people are all, I can't believe these people run the country. I mean, they're all just complete idiots. Some of the things you hear these people say, like, I mean, I know, I know guys who work at at Target who wouldn't say these things, and they're not running anything. Like these people are running the country, just complete. The guy says, because this Michael Cohen has been, you know, he's going to jail. He's going to prison for three years, three years, maybe four years, for lying at uh, a previous House Judiciary Committee meeting. He lied, and he's going to jail for it. And he's lied about other things along the way. Whatever. The guy says, "No, this is a this is a grown man. This is a sixty five year old congressman." He says, liar, liar, pants on fire. That's what he says. This, <laughs> this, is, this is what he says in a House that Judiciary Committee. Yes, that was this morning. Yes. This is a guy who wrote this down. He looked on his piece of paper and he said, liar, liar, pants on fire. This is a, these are the people running the country. It's, a, it's amazing we have streetlights. It really is. It's amazing that when, when, when you, we go to DMV, you think DMV sucks. I mean, it's, it's amazing it even works with these assholes running the country. And I'm, I'm, this is not against Trump or any. This is these this is these people are, are out of their minds. All of them. Yeah. yeah. 
I was watching one thing last night on on uh, on John Oliver's shows back on HBO. It's an amazing show. I love it. About this thing going on. I think it's in North Carolina. There's, there's still one of the races has not has not um, been decided, and there's some weird stuff. And they were showing some stuff of this one guy who's about to win one of his seats and and whatever, and he's testifying about how he believes that um, Three's Company, the TV show from the 70s with John Ritter and Suzanne Somers and Joyce DeWitt, he believes that that was the reason why we've accepted homosexuality in today's society because we all laugh that John Ritter as Jack Tripper playing a homosexual on that show and once we begin laughing at him, you, it's more accepting in life and now look at where we're at. Look, we've let this world, now gays are running amok because we laughed at John Ritter as Jack Tripper on Three's Company in 1977. This is a, this is a grown man saying this. Like, what what is going on? I mean, it's just unbelievable to me that these people are, not, can get to a level where they're they're making decisions. I don't on, think, yeah, I don't think we ever had a maximum age requirement for any of these things, but I think it's now It's not even people, age. It's, well, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, does anyone have think like, like, is there a world where you think gay people don't exist? Like, I, I was listening to this Pat Robertson, you know, that evangelist, and he was talking about how, you know, these gays are ruining the world. Do you seriously think gays don't, don't exist? I mean, is that is that what people think? And it, you know, we talked about these churches, these mega churches yeah. out here in, in Los Angeles. I don't know if they considered mega churches or whatever. Cults. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, kind of. Yeah. And Chris Pratt's involved, and you looked up some people last, mm. you know, a couple weeks ago that are involved in these things. And now, uh, what's a face? Uh, the the actress who uh, um, I forget her name. Little little girl who's shit. I'm I'm bad at this. Anyway. <laughs> You know, but she came out basically saying uh, against these churches, like uh, Chris Pratt, like the, they're against gay people. Why, why are you promoting these churches and going to this, uh, these churches and things like that? And I follow this one guy. His name is Chad Veach. He's one of the preachers at one of these churches. Is he the shirtless one? Oh, no, he's not the shirtless one. Uh, he wears like a hat like you're wearing right now. It's like this woolly hat. He's got these glasses. And he thinks he's so funny because these, these losers in the crowd laugh at his bad jokes. And it's just so cheesy and corny and how anyone gets caught up. In it. And once again, I don't, if this, if it's making you feel nice and, and when you walk out of, you know, these things on Sunday and you're, you're a better person for it, more power to you. But if you're going to sit there and, and say gay people can't come and this guy can't come and that guy can't come, fuck you. Anyway, Ellen Page, that's her name, Ellen Page. I knew it would come to me, Ellen Page. She's the one who, who outed them. Hmm, and I'm said, not familiar with her. What is she from? Ellen Page was in uh, a bunch of stuff, but she won an Oscar for Juno. She's the girl in oh, Juno. cool. Uh, I think she won the Oscar, but she's excellent. She's fine, and she's got a new show on Netflix. And, and anyway, she was outing them? For she She's a lesbian, uh, and, and she was saying, these churches are ridiculous, and all you actors who belong to them should be ashamed of yourselves because they're non-LGBTQ, FP, S T Y N L. So I A I A. Don't be a part end. of that. Don't be a part of that. So, and I and I agree with her. Uh, you know this this guy that kid from Jurassic Park and Chris Pratt. He's kind of a bit of a goofball and whatever. So that's that. Uh, on to other things. 
that's the Oscars. I think we wrapped it all up. You have anything you'd like to say about the Oscars? Supporting actor went to Maharashi Ali for uh, Green Book, Green and Book. supporting actress went to um, I love Regina King. She's fan- she always loved her, and she won. And thank God for what movie? Uh, it's Bro- Broad Broad Street, Billing Street. Life is good on Billing Street. Oh, Beale not St- even, is it Beale yeah, Street? Not yeah. even close to the real yeah. title, but you get what. Did I'm you saying. see the movie? I did not, and I would like to. Um, I've just been traveling so much, you know, with this Fortune Feimster pilot that we're working on. We've been traveling all over the world and then with the stand up and am just, you know, all over the place. And I hate to be that person who doesn't see. But I would definitely watch that movie. I like that kind of stuff. I like my movies smaller. I don't need the superheroes and all that. I like little tiny like, you know, like character driven movies. So that I would probably really enjoy that movie. And I love Regina King. I always have. She's fantastic. And I'm glad she won. I like when people have been around a long time and done good work, uh, you know, consistently win. And and she did. And that was good. And I'm happy for that. That's how I felt when uh, Caitlin won that ESPY. I was like, she's been around a while. (laughs) Oh yeah. They gave her like a lifelong (laughs) woman of the year. Thank you. Six months. That's a great ESPY. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah, she did. That's right. She did win the ESP. Um, anyway, so on to some other things. R. Kelly, I don't know if you saw that. R. Kelly was finally arrested. I don't know why it's finally. I guess it's because I heard 10, 10 counts of, of you know, sexual, sexual, you know, miss whatever on people. I don't know exactly what, but I don't know if it's from that documentary that was, that you know, about him, the reason why. But I think he was arrested in Texas from, and, and put in jail. And he, they, he had trouble coming up with the bail. It was $100,000. A bunch of people got together. They, now he's out. And I guess this Michael Avenatti, who's this loudmouth lawyer who, you know, you might remember from the Stormy Daniels stuff. Now he's all over CNN and he always has videotapes of people fucking. I don't know where he gets them, but he always threatens that he has tapes of these things. Now he's threatening that he has an R. Kelly tape and it's going to blow the roof off R. Kelly. I don't know anybody who's still like behind R. Kelly for whatever reason. Um but some people are and say he's innocent and this and that. But he's now been arrested, and I think I don't think this ends well. But Michael Avenatti says he has a video of him having sex with a 14-year-old girl. And now, But I read up on it a little bit yesterday, and it's – you don't know. It's a girl saying – which is so weird to me. It's a girl who gives, who's like, I guess, in the, in the video is saying, I have a 14-year-old pussy. Said, Which, how do you like this for? Is that what it is? I think I, yeah, that's I heard, what I've heard. Yeah. I heard maybe he said it, or yeah, I don't. I think he was. He said fourteen year old. Then she said, "How do you like this fourteen year old?" Right. And then I hear someone from another room hollers his name to him. So it's like <laughs> that could be. Where's like, he fucking? Like where there's people in other rooms screaming shit out. I don't know, but it's like. The like it's almost like it was invented for evidence. Like it's got his yeah. name in it, and it's got her age in it, and it's not like. But he, but is he actually in it? Fucking. That's what I hear. That, yeah. I mean, I haven't, you know. Anyway, but but I'm I'm hearing that now. The defense being, oh, she wasn't fourteen. She, you know, that was like a real role playing, and that she was fourteen. All right, you should be in jail for that. Okay, cool. Like yeah. if you're role, well, we know you dig yeah, it now. One so. of the characters you're you need in your role play as a fourteen year old girl, then you're a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. and go to jail. Um. There's been a lot. Now, here's here's the other thing about this. But from this R. Kelly on down to um, 
Abducted in Plain Sight, this documentary on Netflix, to I re, uh, th- led this week uh, two very high-profile Catholic priests, be, uh, be larger than priests. I think one was at one time a cardinal, and the other one was like almost second in command to the Pope, have gone down uh, because of child, you know, stuff. N- nothing new in the Catholic Church. Um, it's I don't know if kids are hotter these days. Or do everybody stop with the fucking kids? Why is everyone? And I feel like it's more now than ever. Why is everybody so into kids? Just fucking let them become a. You know what I like? I'll tell you what I like. Thank God I don't like kids. Thank God. Thank God I'm not one of those guys like R. Kelly's like 14 year old. I like a nice. You give me a nice 44 year old gal who's been around the block a few times, puts on a nice pair of white jeans and some fucking shoes and heads out to, uh, you know, to like a bar on a Saturday night. She's fucking pumped to go out. Hasn't Perfume. been out. Hasn't been. Yeah. Puts on a little, yeah, puts on a little Gina Tay body splash. Hasn't been out in fucking six years. Her husband left her. She's like, I'm going out. You know, whatever she gets, gets herself looking real good, smelling real good. She'll, she'll treat you right. That's what are you idiots doing? Jump, go looking at twelve-year-olds, guys or girls. Do you get you get yourself a nice older gentleman or woman like myself or these gals out there who come to my shows and they look fucking good? That's a woman who'll take care of you. What are you doing with a fourteen-year-old, R. Kelly? I, I'll you come to one of my shows, R. Kelly. You come, come to one of my shows. After it's over, I'll take you across the street to TGI Fridays, introduce you to fuck four forty-six-year-old gals who suck the shit out of your fucking weirdo cock. You freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, you can catch Chris in Texas. <laughs> yeah, you can catch me in Plano, Texas. This is where I'll be performing. Thank you, Alex. So that's the story on that. Uh, on the on on the other thing. And now uh, I had a lot of time. Do you think it's, I have a question. Do you think it's more, it's happening more? Do you think it's coming out more? Uh, I just think, well, of course it's coming out more because I guess in the Catholic church, it's been happening forever, which, you know, I've told my stories about the Catholic church. I I, I grew up Catholic. I'm born and raised Catholic. I'm not, I'm not overly, we're not overly Catholic. You know, we went to church on Christmas and I, I, and honestly, I always liked the the, the pomp and circumstance of the Catholic church. I like stained glass windows and I like candlelight and I like, you know, the organ and all that stuff that comes with going to the church. It is a nice thing to be inside a church. Some of the beautiful ones, St. Patrick's Cathedral and where I went to church in, in Long Island, uh, St. Joseph's Church, a beautiful place. What's going on in, in and around it is fuck, but it's all like, is, and then I saw somebody post something on, on the Juicy School page uh, which is another podcast of Heather McDonald's that I do. And somebody posted, is it any different than Scientology? Like these weirdos doing what they're doing at the Catholic Church? I'm, no, it's not. That's what I, I've always said it. I know we're all fascinated by Scientology and how weird they are, but is is that, are they any weirder than any of the other fucking weirdos? Like, like Scientology, so they say they're aliens and whatever. I, I'm not from, all that familiar with Scientology other than what I watch in the documentaries and stuff. And you know they, they 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 make people pay. So does the Catholic Church. They make people pay. It's a tax, uh, um, you know, basically a tax, shelter. tax shelter. Yeah, yeah. For, for these people. So is so is Scientology. And Leah Remini, it, that show. That's what I know of Scientology. Other than the people I see walking around Los Angeles at three o'clock in the morning wearing captain's jackets. You know, that asking you if you want to take a personality yeah. test. You should probably you probably see them over by your. Uh, 
op- open mic that you do the, there. They're right? over there. Isn't that building right over there? Yeah, they're one of their buildings is over yeah. there. It's right there. Anyway, so it, it's a it's a book show. <laughs> So, oh, it's me, only half an open I'm mic sorry. thing. My apologies. I said open mic. He gets very offended when I say open <laughs> mic. That's his religion. His religion is uh, his show at the Cabo Cantina. Or whatever okay, I have called. a question for you. Do you think if Scientology had as big a problem as the Catholic Church has? You mean with 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 if, with, if it was uh, known? Molesting. I mean, maybe they do have the problem, but if it was, I I, I mean, I don't know anything about. Do you that think we would angle. burn it down? I mean, yes, as a I society, do. We're do trying you, to burn it down now because. Of you know I don't know because, because of aliens because and of Tom aliens Cruise. and Tom and you know John Travolta I mean I think people would like it burned down and what maybe they they, they hold people hostage I've heard to, yeah whatever, who, who, heard some weird. but but I mean have you there's nothing weirder than what they do over in the Catholic Church with with twelve year olds that's pretty weird too yeah and all of them yeah all of them I mean and I'm not a religious guy I. If my grandmother was a very religious person, God bless her. She walked to church every Sunday and it it made her, it was a better life for her. But, and back then we didn't know anything about, except for the fact that I was lifting weights in the gym with the priest. You know, I was lifting four, two by fours with the priest, but nothing sexual. He just wanted to watch. And that's perfectly, isn't that normal? (laughs) What grown man wouldn't want to watch a couple of 11 year olds lift uh, two by fours? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, the whole thing. you of the days when you're young and strong. <laughs> exactly. Got some healthy arms on oh you. Oh my Chris. god. Oh my god. So that's where we are on that. And yeah, just a lot of kids and and uh, and 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 all that stuff with the. It, I don't know. You. I, we've talked about abducted in plain sight again. And so as far as fashions at the Oscars, I, I mean, you know, everybody was in pink and they looked good. People looked good. The one uh, who I love, I love Maya Rudolph. And I thought, the, you know, those girls are great, Tina Fey and Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler. But I don't know what Maya Rudolph was wearing. She came out. I guess some of them just try to be like, they must know when they leave the house. Like, oh, I don't know. This is a good, is this a good call? But it is a pretty bad one. And then, of course, I don't know if anyone saw Billy Porter. But Billy Porter seems to be now... Um, I don't know if anyone knows who Billy Porter is. I've actually seen Billy Porter on Broadway in several shows. Well, most recently, I saw him in a show called Kinky Boots, which is a fantastic show. And Billy Porter was uh, the star of it when I went to see it. And he's a flamingly gay black man who now has become like the the prince uh, of, of the red carpet. Uh, I don't know if he's ever been in movies, or I'm sure he has, but but he seems to be at all the, all the um, award shows now. In very extravagant outfits, and more power to him, the guy. But this this time, he was wearing uh, basically a, a tuxedo top. Did you see it? No. And like a dress underneath. Uh, and a, but he looked. And I, I'm not saying he he did look fantastic. It was a cool look, but he looked like one of those things that used to cover my grandmother's toilet paper roll on the back of her toilet tank. They used to back in the 70s. They used to uh, everyone used to cover that toilet paper roll with um like a crocheted like a crochet. yeah like a crocheted thing you would cover your toilet paper roll with, and that's what it looked like. It looked like a. Like uh, uh, they used to put like dolls on the top. Ah, uh, I did see. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and yeah. they would crow, and they would, so that's what kind of what he looked like. You know, not bad, but but. Uh, so Again, they call it a tuxedo gown. Is that what it's called? Anyway, oh, I didn't know they had a name for it. It's Any, and more power to Billy Porter. He looked fine, and I'd like to see him at more of these shows because it is fun to watch. Uh, a grown man know. wear a gown. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of sex going on. A lot of you know everybody's fucking everybody and is ch- with children and all sorts of stuff and. I, I, I don't know if the, well, we live in a more sexed up world these days that everybody needs to just because I feel like every even with this with this testifying of, of Michael Cohen and and the and the Stormy Daniels on to R. Kelly on to the Catholic Church on to 
um, uh, onto Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Everyone's talking where well, they were really into each other during that performance. Oh, good for them. Like I feel like everything has got some sort of sexual background to a sexual vibe to it. Uh, God, this poor this story. I, I, this is kind of a dark story. But speaking of that, we have an anchor man here in um, Los Angeles who died a couple of months ago. He left. He he was like our local anchor on Channel Five. He's been doing it for a while out here. And he gets goes and leaves the Channel Five News in the middle of the afternoon. Then he meets a fella over at a Glendale uh, hotel room, Motel Six in Glendale. meets meets him on Grinder, and immediately apparently Grinder is is no fucking around. You you get right to it. Uh, you see the guy. You, I don't know if you swipe left or right. I'm not familiar with how Grinder works. And then you say, "Meet me here." And uh, so this fella walks into the the room to, in Glendale Hotel uh, with this guy, and they start going at it immediately. And 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 the guy winds up dying. The the uh, the, the anchor from the news, the KTLA five news. He dies in the hotel. Just a couple room? Of months ago, he dies in a hotel. Room. What was the cause of death? Well, ha- oh, hang sorry. on, about to get to that. He this comes out now recently. Now I now many people have died in in ways like this. There's been a lot of people who have died during sex and in in hotel rooms in weird ways. I've never seen the details of it printed months later uh, after you know the autopsy came out. I don't know whether this dude uh, had pissed off some sort of journalist at the paper or pissed off, uh, you know, a guy at the morgue or something. But every detail yesterday or the day before came out about this fella who was putting crystal meth in his ass. Did I guess he went into the this room? And then bear in mind, he's married. The dude is married, who has a seven-year-old daughter. So now I feel bad for these poor people who, it, whether you choose to say, I don't want to read that article or not, somebody's going to tell you, uh, honey, did you hear about you hear the about crystal meth <laughs> in his ass? And not only that, so the crystal meth's in his ass. Two, then he then he puts a mask, like a like a, one of those gas Leather? masks. like oh. a, No, like a gas mask type thing on. This is all... The guy, man's been dead for two months. Let him rest in peace. Yeah. So this is in an article I'm reading about him. I've never heard that the details of, of anyone's death come out before like this has. So um, he puts on this mask, puts another crystal meth in his ass, and the mask has got all sorts of anal, amyl nitrate. It's called amyl nitrate in the amyl gay nitrates. community. It's like a, you know what? It, it's it, pop, uh, it's poppers. like poppers. Yeah. They call them poppers, yeah. And it, I guess it gives you like a head a head rush and also loosen, loosen up Lo- your ass a bit. That's loosen, a, yeah, loosens you up. That's what I've heard. If the crystal didn't do it, then so don't worry. So he puts another crystal meth in his ass. I guess has a... The the man whom he met on grind can it be absorbed that way? Is this uh, to get higher to let, smuggle? Uh, who knows? Uh, let's not get into the details. Okay. <laughs> he he gets the man starts fisting him, fisting him in his in his uh, in his anus, fisting him. The guy he meets on grinder and, and this is at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, in a, in a in a motel room in Glendale. Who's got that? Who's got that? The afternoon. I mean, come on, everybody. Go have lunch. Are you doing nothing that yeah, evening? Yeah, go to like a Coco's and get yourself a nice prime rib. Mm. What do you, what do you, why do you need a fist up your, up your butthole? Anyway, so he got fisted, wound up having a reaction to the crystal meth. I guess it was a ton. And he, and he died, pukes into the, into the gas mask and dies. You know, overdoses. Guy calls the cops, cops come. And two months later, they release all this, imp- all the details of this poor guy who died. Like, if it, listen, let people rest in peace. Yeah, well, I know, and I here I am talking about it because listen, anytime I hear about fisting and salacious details such as those, it is fascinating to read. I must admit, 
Um, but I feel bad for the wife and the daughter who is eventually going to come upon this article one day in her life and have to hear about that. That's not right at all. You'll never be able to Google your father's name without that being the first You result. could Google my father's name and I could t- I, safe to say there he has zero um, uh, uh, presence online. One, zero. Not one single word has ever been written about my father that would be online. Ever. Not not a Facebook page, not a Twitter, not a fisting up his ass at a, at a motel. Nothing like that. Really he is casual. safe. Safe to say. Safe to say. Uh, I'd like to talk about another thing that I just noticed in the paper, and I don't know if it makes it to every city, but it has, certainly has made it to most of the major cities that I've performed in, and I've seen it around. Um, it is a, a, a thing called Shen Yun. Oh yeah, Shen Yun. Yeah, Shen Yun is, is, is apparently a, uh, a, a show. About Chinese dance. Is it Chinese dance? I believe it's Chinese dance. Chinese dance. And um, Shen Yun plays all over the world. Now, every time you go to an airport, in an, in uh, which I do every weekend, you'll start seeing there's signs now everywhere saying, if you see uh, a, um, a person who seems to be trafficked, uh, they're, they're not sex trafficked, just trafficked of any kind, if they're being tra- held against their will or made to work against their will, in every airport now, they're saying that because I guess they 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 traffic these people through airports. And if, if you in. if you happen to see a person who's being trafficked, maybe they they look downtrodden at the airport. Mm-hmm. Like if you see an Asian person who looks a little down, you go, "Hey, are you okay?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just having a bad day." You're like, "Okay, good. I just wanted to make you're not being sex trafficked." <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, sir. Sir, let keep, me talk to him now. Sir. What? No, I believe the Shen Yun because first of all, who the hell is that into Chinese dance? Like this thing is playing all over the world, and they keep I keep seeing commercials sold out, sold out. Now the people who put up the posters, have you seen the posters are everywhere? Are uh, they Moonies? They're, maybe I, are they Moonies? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Moonies uh, is basically another Sun Young Moon. Yeah, yeah, Sun Young Moon uh, back used to have this thing. Yeah, I think Sun Young Moon's dead. He but died. He had, yeah. yeah, yeah. They anyway, live on on college they campuses. They live on. Though. Oh, they are there college campuses? Oh, yeah, well, that. that's where I always got their books was at UNLV. Really? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Shen Yun, the people who hang the posters, and they're everywhere. They're in like every uh, beauty salon and liquor store. They hang in the window. Uh, they let them do it. These people are being trafficked, I believe. They are held against their will and made to put up the Shen Yun signs throughout every city in America when Shen Yun comes to town. Uh, it'll be at Lincoln Center from March 6th to the 17th if you guys are interested. If you guys want to see if you guys want to report dance, some trafficking. Uh, Donna Karen, creative DKNY, says it's mesmerizing. I encourage everyone to see and all of us to learn from Shen Yu. Do you think there's more than one of these troops? Because like they're everywhere. Oh, they're, all I'm, the there's got to be. Like I mean, I don't group. know. There's yeah, like yeah, there's got to be a bunch of them. But and I just find it fascinating that uh, people are that into uh, Chinese dance. And I don't know anyone who's ever seen it but it's every in every city in america and the posters are being uh, uh back to sex trafficking sex trafficking or almost wrap this up um i have to mention robert Kraft, the owner of the uh, new england patriots recent super bowl champions robert Kraft was was busted at a uh, massage parlor in florida last week they did an FBI sting. Apparently, they were they were you know uh, scoping this place out for quite some time, uh, and they got a bunch of rich white you know Florida guys. Not only Robert Kraft, quite a few other very prominent uh, rich people who were getting hand jobs and blow jobs or whatever in this. And they're saying that you know the people who worked at this thing, uh, it was called Orchids, the name of the place, 
Orchids of Asia was the strip club, uh, not strip club. It's a massage, massage parlor. Yeah. Orchids of Asia. And, uh, and Robert Kraft was busted in Orchids of Asia getting a uh, blow job or a hand job or whatever. I think he got both. What I had heard was he went first day, got a hand job. This is once again, sticking with the sex um, theme of, of, of every news story this week. Wealthy uh, people and their weird proclivities. Weird. Procl- exactly. He, he, and then he went back the next day and got a blowjob from uh, poor people who, I don't know if they're being held against their will, who have to like blow a Robert Kraft, who Robert Kraft, I don't know. He's he's a little short, you know, fat fella who's probably, he probably, you know, keeps himself nice. Like probably, he's probably, he, I believe he's the Gillette razor. Oh, he owns Gillette razor. So he's probably groomed properly. I hope maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I just think it's, uh. I've never been into that sort of thing. And I guess he did this right before. Like, that's how sexed up. This is a 70-something-year-old man. He's that sexed up that he did it before they went to, I think it was Atlanta, to play in the uh, AFC Championship game. He's the owner of the team. He says, swing by, hang, before you do that, before we go to Atlanta. This is a big day for him. Yeah. The AFC Championship. He's like, but first stop by uh, Orchids of Asia because I want to get a hand job. I was a 70-something-year-old man. I got to get a hand job first before I go to the super the, the playoff game. It's fucking crazy. So anyway, he got busted. Who cares? He's I guess he's single. It seems like he, I don't think he's married. And, uh, and so, yeah, whatever. But I feel bad. If, if there's people being sex trafficked out of this place, then that's, that's not right. That's sad. But I one time went to – I go to massage places here in the Valley. I, like, I get on Groupon. And I, I, some of them are probably shady, I must admit. Like, they, you know, for group, for an hour massage for six bucks, you know, I've probably not, as, you know, as, as, as um, on the up and up as, as it should be. But I get it on Groupon. Some and under the table. There's labor. also, I, I read, uh, I was looking up uh, the, uh, the Orchids of Asia, and there's actually Yelp reviews of Orchids of Asia, the one that Robert Kraft was busted in. Who the fuck? goes to the Orchids of Asia and then goes back home and writes a Yelp review about the, the hand job. This guy's like writing pretty good, happy ending at this. Check it out, my friends. So I've done it. Not, I've never gotten the hand job or the blow job from any of them because first of all, it's just like elderly Asian, like heavy Asian women who, when you walk in, they're like eating noodles out of a t- Tupperware tray which that's With right away, hands. right away. I'm like, no, like they have a <laughs> fork kidding. and stuff, but it's, you know, it smells like fucking, you know, ta- you know, whatever food they're eating when you walk in and like, Oh, sorry. And they put it down and they slurp up, you know, the, the noodles and then, and then they're ready to go. I mean, so right, right away. I'm like, I'm not into this because you know, you just, you ate noodles. So, uh, <laughs> one time I went to this one, it was in uh, North Hollywood behind the North Hollywood diner here in Los Angeles. It's closed now. And I knew it was shady right away when they have like the locked door in the front. And then we're going to wrap this up and then we're out of here. This might be a little longer than, than we usually go, but let me finish this story. So, uh, and I get up on a table. It's not even like a massage table. It's like a, it's, it's like a, it's like a table that you see at a, at a, at a pet groomer, you know, with like a metal table where they would hose down a dog or, uh, you know, and so I get up on it and she puts like a little towel down. And on a metal table? On a metal table, like I'm, like I'm about to get my liver cut out. <laughs> so, so You probably were I, about I, to. I, so anyway, she's, she, she's you know, doing the massage. Then she flips me over. So now I'm, I'm, I'm front face up, you know. And I always keep my underwear on 
because uh, I just I don't like being t- it's weird to me to be totally naked it's just strange but she takes them off now my my dick is out which I'm I'm now weirded out by and she she goes you do you do you do I was like I'm sorry I'm sorry what she goes you do you do I, she's wanted you to yeah finish she's yourself like, yeah she said she's telling me to finish myself I was like no no it's fine I'm, I'm good. then she takes it's like a, it's got like a shower thing on it like that's that's why I'm on a metal table because she showers you off like a dog and 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 then so she begins to shower me and then she just starts slapping my dick like a like a cat uh, with dead mouse in the backyard like a, like she just slapping it she's just pawing it more or less just like she slaps more. it like twice like like what did, what do you want to do? And I was like, no, I, I don't, I, I, I'm not, a, that's good. I'm good. We could all go home now. And now I'm wet on a metal table in the middle of North Hollywood. It's cold. And yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't be less turned on. Aroused. But yeah, yeah. She, the woman's fresh off, you know, her noodle lunch and uh, sla- has slapped my dick a few times. I get up, I towel off with a little tiny moist, damp towel and I put my clothes back on and I head back home. And now it's one o'clock in the afternoon and I watch, uh, you know, some TV and that was my day. Anyway. <laughs> you got to go to Florida, dude. I know. I got to go down to Florida. I love Florida. Uh, actually, it was funny when it, when I was hearing about this, it's like a West Palm Beach, one of those really nice areas of Florida. I was like, oh, I got to go to Florida. I need some sun. Enough is enough, man. We've had some rain and shitty weather. And then I was up in Canada and I'm going back to Canada, going back to Calgary. That's another place you could see me at the Comedy Cave in Calgary also coming up. Uh, one more thing I want to mention before we leave. I, I asked you to get it up and I want yeah. to say this about because I know some of my listeners are older in my age and and um and it's tough for us out there and I and I it goes back to what I was saying earlier these you know everybody we're doing good where everyone's doing fine but the world is moving quick and I looked up today I looked up the number one song in America and I just this is what I went back to last week when I was saying life is easy and everything's easy and f- having fun and partying is easy when this is the number one song in America I believe it's Ariana Grande what is the name of the song, Alex? Seven Rings. Seven Rings. Ariana Grande. Yeah. This is the number one song in America, everyone. Yeah. Go ahead. Play it for us. Let's get a listen. Not bad at all. I actually like this Ariana Grande. I have to say, I'm, she's good. She's good. I like that Thank You Next. She got like five. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What is she saying? Just fuck it? Just fuck it. Just pop it. Just I got it? it. If I want it, I got it. Well, that's a good song. Okay. Now, how could you not get out on the dance floor and get all up in, like, and have a good time with that? Okay. Makes me want to go to a massage parlor. <laughs> Makes you want to go to Orchids, yeah, of, Orchids of, of, of Asia. Asia. Okay. Now I'm going to play you the number one song this week in 1975. This is what I was, not I was a young man, but I mean, it's still out there trying to, you know, looking for a lady. Here it is. It's number one song in 1975. Show you how tough thing life was for us. Um, are you ready? Pete with a reefer on a Jimmy calling home. Okay. We was heading for Bear on I-10. Probably like, what is that? Oh, that's a song called Convoy by C.W. McCall. Like, what's that song about, Chris? Is that a song you can get a lady to and you can really, you know, rub up on her? Uh, well, yeah, I guess you could if you're into um, trucks because it's about a bunch of, it's about a convoy, which is a lineup of trucks. We'll find you a lot, Lizard. Yeah, so this is a bunch of trucks and C.W. McCall sang about the trucks. And they're getting chased by the cops, and they refuse to, uh, there he is, it's him talking on the CB, and he's not going to, uh, they're not going to stop for these cops, they're going to crash the gate in 98, to let them truckers roll 10-4. By the time we got into 
Yeah. <laughs> 85 trucks are now involved in this convoy. This was such a huge hit. It was, it was, I looked it up today, five weeks it stayed at number one in America, mm-hmm. five weeks. And it went on such, they made a movie out of it. It was a movie called Convoy. I believe Chris Christopherson's in it. Star Ooh, of the, one it. of the, yeah, it's not bad. Well, I mean, it's horrible, but it's fun in the 70s kind of way. So that's what we had to deal with, everybody. I hope you are enjoying Cover to Cover. We are having a blast doing it. Alex is the best. Uh, I hope our sound is good. If it's not good this time, Alex, you are fired. String you are fired. Yep. Yeah. Um, but because last time you could hear me breathing and there were people in the room and I was focused today. I felt like I had things to say and I, I feel this one was a good one. And uh, thank you all for listening. Come to my shows in Calgary at the House of uh, at the Comedy Cave, and then Plano, Texas. Please come Plano, Texas, or the outlying areas of Plano, Texas, to Hyenas. Uh, that's going to be a fun weekend. Like I said, it's free on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. It's like fifteen bucks, and then we hang out afterwards and take pictures and all that. I'm a sweet man. I I don't charge a dime for this until we build up my my following. One more thing. Sorry we're going long. I just want to say that this week in the comedy world, uh, we lost uh, one of our dear, dear... I mean, honestly, there's nobody better than this guy in comedy, uh, Brody Stevens, who was one of my very, very good comedy friends. He worked with me on Chelsea Lately for the entire time. He was our audience warm-up guy. Not only that, he was just always there every day and just the best, kind of a a lovable oddball, and uh, you could, you, I'm, I'm sure you've all heard about him now because a lot of people were tweeting about it and texting about it and, and all that stuff. And he he was a, the kind of guy who who was able to just I don't know I, I actually don't know another comedian who did it. He he was able to like, comedy is a weird world where you have like little pockets of, of of our own like cliques. You know we have like the guys like you know Alex young guys who do, you know working hard doing their thing, and then we have like the Rogans and and the Tony Hinchcliffe's and those guys who have their thing, and then we have me and you know like the Chelsea Lately people, you know Kirkman and and Cologne and McDon- Heather and all those guys. We have those Fortune, and then we have you know all these pockets. Brody was the one guy I knew who could skate around every... From New York to L.A. Everybody loved him. Every, you will not find a person say a bad thing about it. Like, from from the old crowd to the to the road hacks to the... You know, everybody loved this guy. And, you know, he he had his issues, and, he, he you know, it's, it's no secret. He, he talked about it a lot. Depressed guy, you know, on medication and everything. And, and I guess... I'm not a depressed guy. I don't have the. I don't have those demons. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I guess eventually, for those of you who have that stuff and you, you take medication for it, stay on it, whatever it takes. I know everyone says if you if you're feeling you know shitty and lonely and whatever, call and I know they won't because that's not what their head's saying. Mm-hmm. You know this. I don't know much about it. I'm no doctor, but the head is saying. Fucking end it, and all everything that's happening right now in your head will stop. It, it's almost saying, you know, all these guys, all you know, Chris Cornell and and Brody and and these people you think are having a great life. Like, how did it happen? It's not they have no control over it. It's it's their head telling them just it's it just it, peace is coming if you just hang yourself, Robin Williams. So anyway. With this, he's just the best guy, and I just wanted to say my piece on him. I I, I loved him. He, I ran into him a lot. He lived by me in the eight one eight, and uh, he was a great guy to see. And it was just a sad, sad thing for all of us. And I hope any of you who suffer from these kind of things, 
you know, just kind of work it out. However you work it out, talk to people, fucking whatever. Brody was the best. Look him up. Watch his show on that he had on Comedy Central. Uh, I think it was called Enjoy It. Every, every, he's just the best. He's he'll he will be truly missed. I I mean I think he'll be missed more than like a Robin Williams or, or in, in as far as like the comedy world in the scene in absolutely. the scene every day. Uh, he was just the best. Anyway. Rest in peace, Brody if, Stevens. If you know anyone that you think needs help, offer it. Offer it, yeah. Offer. If it doesn't work, who knows? I don't know. But, you know, we all tried with Brody. And it, it, eventually you get into your apartment by yourself and, and you do what you do. But he'll be missed. And I and I feel for his mom and his sister. He was, you know, he was very tight with his mom, who was a, a elderly woman. And she's getting up there. And his father's been dead for quite some time. But, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So, anyway, we're doing a bunch of stuff at the Comedy Store in the next couple of days. And, and there's, a, you know, GoFundMe pages and stuff out there if you could find him. Brody was the best. Rest in peace brody stevens thank you all for listening spread the word keep telling everyone to watch cover and listen to cover to cover love you bye seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s with new chapters added every week the excitement never ends Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.